black and powerful, yes I am. Black and powerful, yes I am. Black and white world like Jefferson's. Black and white world, the rifleman. Black and white world, Batman. Black and white world, Pat Masterson. Black and white world, black and white world, black and powerful, yes I am. Hello world, I know I love me. I hope you hear me before you judge me. Hope you know me before you trust me and see my beauties before my uglies. I'm black and proud, just like Penny. Love is plenty and doubt is empty. Alexander, who never played me. Welcome, welcome. This is the Simply King Podcast, and this is your boy Rodney Perry King himself. And you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being humans. And today is a very, very special one. Um, I really love this topic that I'm about to cover. Um, and it's it's pretty much a, a self-expression, if anything. It's really, uh, I really wanted to focus in and talk to men today. I'm still, this, these episodes are still going to be very, you know, women-centric. I've been on this wave of having these women-centric episodes. And I want to thank uh, my boy, uh, Corey Fells, for joining me last week for the women's, uh, for, for the essentially the women's muse episode. Women are the original muse episode. I really appreciate it. Definitely, definitely um, check him out. He's a great photographer. Really, really dope message that he has um, going on out there in Milwaukee trying to get you know i'm trying to spread i'm trying to get the you know the peoples out here i'm trying to really do it oh what's up benny rose what's up stretch and um i'm live for everyone who's listening to this on the audio version i had to say sip of my drink but um but no let's get this going be better is the name of this and why is it be better it's still women-centric i said so i want to give take a little bit of your time i'm not gonna take too much of your time and oh what's up what's up jamal that's oh, rashamel why is jamal rashamel okay what's up rash and um so literally i want to give tips to men on how to be better allies not only just to women because this is really in general but to just all of our brothers and sisters who all feel some sort of oppression just in general, there's certain things that we do that we just need to be aware of so we can get our help, we can get the help we need, we can get the support we deserve, as well as vice versa. But before I even like get into that topic, I want to definitely address the, you know, the, the news story that's been going on with the missing girls. Don't want to talk too much about it because I'm very, very ill-informed on it. And it's really because it's like... It's been so many things happening in the, you know, I've seen it in the news, I've seen it, you know, cross-reference with social media and all these different things. And I'm really confused on what's really going on, you know? And regardless of, you know, if if you know some of the images that are being used are old or not those actual girls and there's really still going something going on and nothing's really happening in DC right now, regardless of, you know, whatever the facts and figures are things like this do matter it needs some attention it needs that things when people go missing they should get the exact same treatment as the you know natalie holloways and and all these different people they deserve to get the exact same treatment the whole world should stop and especially if you have a multiple within the same area this is you know that it, it gets to a point to where you know it's a you know communal state of emergency in a sort you know we need to stop everything figure out what the hell's going on we need to get a search party together we need to get the community involved and try to figure out why the hell are these girls being snatched up and who the hell is doing it is it an organization what is going on is it human trafficking is it one person few people what's going on we really need to work that out 
we really need to figure that out so prayers goes out to all the parents and the loved ones of all those people all those young ladies out in dc i really 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 hope that you're safe wherever you are um i do and also I'm, i feel for you that your story is being so kind of convoluted and and kind of twisted in so many different ways because no one deserves to for their story to not be told in the right way because you never know if it was given to us from a massive way through the media as you would think the media would cover that in a way that you may could you know could have already been saved and found right now all of you so i, I really you know wanted to start before i got into my rant and kind of you know joked and played and got into this you know content of today i just had to say that i just have to say that um thanks for everybody else who's uh, you know who's joining me on uh, instagram live right now i really appreciate it make sure you follow my podcast page the simply king pod um this new page i just started got a very great suggestion from marley crow to do that you know she's she's um me and, me and her we, we, we're about to team up about to get some things going out here in chicago you gotta you know auc link up and do things with each other you know so i really appreciate her i really do thank you thank you and um uh, we got you know you got to connect you got to connect you got to build with your people but to jump right in one thing that i've noticed uh what do you donate i ain't take i'm not taking donations right now but for everyone who doesn't know that uh, a lot of the photos that i use are uh a lot of photos that i use are from a good friend of mine benny roosevelt He's on my live right now, so that's why I'm shouting him out. And um, but a lot of the photos that I use, the beautiful, beautiful photos that I use, come from him. So check his page out. That's at Benny Roosevelt. That's Roosevelt with two O's, one S. Check him out. Check him out. Um, but to jump right in, one thing that one craze and one thing that I've noticed is that uh, is essentially. I've noticed this thing with this man suffix i mean excuse me prefix going on and i i thought it was a new thing but you know it's fairly it's fairly old it's fairly old the one you using is benny roosevelt okay follow him at benny rose you just how you just how you notice the homie right i it just got me out here being so ghetto now anywho um we, i've noticed these man suffixes uh, prefix i keep saying suffix man's prefixes and what for example the most popular one is mansplaining and for people who may not have ever heard what the hell mansplaining is it is according to wikipedia mansplaining is a portmanteau of the words man in the informal form splaining of the verb explaining and means to explain something to someone typically a man to a woman in a manner regarding as condescending or patronizing now why is this relevant why does it even matter i believe there are, there are certain societal norms that we really don't pay attention to that our privilege kind of you know makes us even more naive to especially as men and no matter what your you know shade is you we all fall victim to doing this even me this is this is i'm being very you know honest right now i definitely have mansplained something to a woman before you know and and, and unintentionally you know probably offending her own intelligence because i just knew i was right i knew what the hell i was talking about but it's a serious thing and there's various other man's 
uh, prefixes um, that are going on that people really don't notice. These are very, very small little nuances that are, you know, seen as, you know, definitely are microaggressions and things that happen within everyday life, and everyday interactions that we don't even know. And there's been several sociologists, majority female sociologists who have definitely brought these words into into the atmosphere and now they are words that we can now describe these actions with so i went to found a great article from telegraph.co um at dot uk the telegraph um and they wrote a blog they wrote an article called man spreading why does the man prefix always mean something awful and so this was a whole thing that was you know around when uh i think it was tom hanks had did some like he was on a train they took a picture of him and he was essentially man spreading now what is man spreading man spreading is when you like you know it's very major when you're like on public transportation and you're essentially a guy literally just spreads his legs to where he's taking up all this space like you know it's just and it's very it's, it's silly it's silly as hell and it gives the impression off that you're selfish you don't care about the space of others you don't care about the shared space that's not yours that is essentially the the, the message that you're giving and communicating with your body so what other ones are there now these get kind of silly so bear with me okay so you have one as in man flu the man flu as in you're not really sick so stop sniffling and feeling sorry for yourselves uh, and get back to work. Even though Harvard scientists published a study last year which showed that men react differently to the common cold than women because their lower levels of estrogen make it more likely that they succumb to pneumonia and other respiratory diseases. So, in a nutshell, man, we we when we sick, we eat more babies. Like we we really we just oh my god, I'm gonna die. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Uh, uh. And I believe that's, you know, some true to that. So man flu. Then you have man bag. Popularized by Joey of Friends. Within the 1999 uh, season. And essentially, you know, it's a way to kind of, you know, you know, put some masculinity on uh, as seen as a, you know, very feminine product. Just to, you know, jazz it up and make it feel like, oh, no, nah, this is what men do. This is a man bad. This is whatever. And it's literally just you, you know, essentially trying to, you know, protect your manhood. Just call the shit what it is. It's a bag. You know what I'm saying? It's a bag. Let's not, you know, conflate these things and try to, you know, make it a specific, like, no, that's what you got and this is what I got. You know what I'm saying? I don't wear fucking purses. God damn it. Chill out. C calm down. Masculinity is one of the most fragile things ever and, and these actions from these prefixes are really trying to, you know, really trying to show us all these things, but we must become more aware. Keep it moving. Man slamming, which is an interesting one to me. Um, I didn't think uh I didn't think it was a, a thing. I didn't think it was a thing for real, but man slamming is essentially a walk. It's a microaggression that kind of like came about last year or a few years ago and it's essentially a man walking down a street especially like a busy street and you know urbanized situation and literally not giving a damn if he bumps into anyone and all these different things and it's those small little things like i own the fucking street i'm not moving out the way it's called man spread man slamming 
and literally you bumping into motherfuckers like not caring they spilling shit they don't you don't care about what who they are in their body and that gives us an impression of this ownership of the world it, it really makes it really makes people hate you even more as a man and i'm, I'm telling you i'm a proud proud i'm a proud proud man i love being a man but i i do say you know we gotta get our shit together we have to get our shit together we gotta get it together and we gotta be aware more aware and not allow ourselves to be just kind of just naive to these societal norms that has already separated us so much we gotta become more aware oh damn that's what's up fifi she did an uh, experiment on that see it's, this is a real thing then you have the you know most notorious one being mansplaining which we've already spoken on and um and it's really just the the condescending nature that it's always going to be insulting it's and it's almost you know it's this thing and it's of you know when a lot of, there's been so many different you know kind of social experiments that have happened um that have shown that people respect opinions of men more than women where you'll have, you know, these very professional women stating and giving pre presentations and things like that, but they have to fill their presentations up with all these quotes from these notable men and all these different things. And the fact of the matter is, you don't. But it's a societal norm that if this comes from a white man, if you quote this white man, this is no matter who you are and what your demographic is, if, and, and even black men, even black intellectuals do it a lot as well. We'll sit here and try to validate what we're saying by saying, you know, some white man wrote a book on this about, you know, some the people in Africa and shit like this and blah, 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 just to give validation to what we're saying instead of people actually respecting the degree and the matter of, and the amount of intelligence that you've gained through your various degrees and your various just research. Just respect what I'm saying and also go back, go research the shit your damn self. You don't got to believe me, but I'm saying what I'm saying and you can believe it or not. But don't believe it after. Don't just take it off what I'm saying just because I gave you an Einstein quota or I'm quoting fucking fraud and shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Just let's just, let's be better. Let's be better. Then you have Man Crush. Man Crush is interesting because it, it plays on that, you know, it plays on the stigma with masculinity and sexuality amongst men. Um, and they really have an issue with this. They really have a weird. Men always have had a real weird problem. And I remember my uh, my mom's uh, mom, a guy my mom dated, who really, really kind of like impacted me a lot. Had said to me, he was like, "Men judge men. Men know when they walk into a room who is the most handsome motherfucker in the room." And we know this, but it's silent. It's nothing that we can speak on. It's nothing like we're going to literally come out and be like, damn, that nigga cute as hell right there. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to get on my game because that's taboo. That's that's giving the impression that you find this man like actually attractive, like you would literally go and pounce on this man in that moment. That's not the case. Real neck, real recognized, really. You got to give credit where credit is due. But also, you got to be confident enough in yourself to be like, okay, this what's up. And, and also it gives the impression that men just can't admire men in a platonic fashion. So we have to give it this other way of saying we got a man crush. So it's it's crazy. It's what's up. Oh, what's up? What's up, Vontae? And that's what's crazy to me. And then you have man whore. Man whore being one that's very, very interesting. Um, since, since you're saying the man who might once have been 
hat tipped as a bit of a Casanova or a lovable Lothario must now hang his head and wear the man whore badge of shame. And this is essentially, you know, a way to kind of, you know, put a, you know, even I guess lesser label on just being a whore, being promiscuous, because you have to dampen it down. The ego of a man is too fragile for you just to, you know, give them the same hor horrific labels that you give everyone else. So yet again, another, you know, tag at male masculinity. And then you have manscaping, which is self-explanatory when it comes to just shaving. You just fucking get your body together, bro. A mandate, which is hilarious to me. Manscara. Look, this Manscara one is interesting because I've like, I haven't wanted to wear makeup or anything, but I've definitely wanted to get more into, you know, you know, kind of like beauty and health for myself, you know, just get my face together, you know, care about my skin more because men all the time don't. You know, and the ones that do are either seen as, you know, feminine or seen as just pretty boys, whatever, whatever. Like you have these stigmas like men can't be clean. Men can't be, you know, put together. You know, I've, I've gotten it before in places I've worked before because I've been put together and I care about my appearances, you know, to some degree. Because I feel like I got a lot of work to do. They were like, oh, we, we thought you were gay. We thought you were, you know, whatever, whatever, because. I cared about the, what what the hell I looked like. And that's crazy to me. I feel like you that should just be a human quality that everyone has. You should care about what you look like. Um, then you have the last one, which is the most simple but also problematic, which is a phrase called man up. Man up, which is it's very it's very it's kind of you know it's a call it's a call out that's always kind of readying another reaction because you're essentially attacking this masculinity of another man by saying what you're doing right now and what you're acting like right now is not what a man is like anyone can actually define what the hell a man is because that's not a a, a, a definable thing ever it never has been it's literally what you make it you are this this is your gender and what you choose to put in what you choose to bring into your life is literally based off of you but man up is very very problematic but the reason why i bring these up is because we got to be more aware awareness of these problematic norms are what is going to make us become empathetic now we'll be able to see that we need to understand these little you know nuances these little actions that we have so we can actually you know be able to spot these different things check our other brothers and check these other people who are around us and tell them what they're doing that is problematic like hey bruh don't call women bitches bro like don't call women females don't do certain things because we have to now we need to police ourselves because the thing of the matter fact of the matter is is that that is how true true you're going to be influenced by the people you already respect and you already you know love their opinion and already are heavily influenced by them that's why i'm really really heavy on white people fixing white people fix your relatives fix your racist friends go at them we don't need to always be the ones telling white people that they're racist and i take the same thing when it comes to this we Women don't need to always be the ones to tell men that they're being sexist in that moment. They're being misogynistic in that moment. They're just being insensitive or not seeing it from the way that they need to see it from. 
they're just dismissing in a, a different opinion because they're so bent up on manhood and just and it, I, I get it being a man comes with certain privileges that make you feel like you you know you have some ownership over the world and make you feel like you know i can do whatever the hell i want i can have whatever woman i want you know when you feel when you're when you kind of getting this very inflated sense of being you know of of life and your own confidence it really can damage you it really can and i feel like we have to be able to we have to open our damn eyes we have to become more aware because we will never ever ever be able to actually be an ally and aid the women that we say we love in these fights in these times that we're living in we're going to always be few steps behind because we can't get over our damn selves we got to be better we got to get our shit together so to keep it on moving um to my next point is the press must unite we got to do better we have to after we become aware we need to unite we need to finally we need to bridge those gaps we need to uh understand come into more understanding and actually understand that we can't sit here and shame all these oppressed the other oppressed groups because we just don't agree with them we don't agree with their lifestyle whatever it is we have to be able to have empathy because the fact of the matter is i know it's hard being a black man I'm a black man. I live in this skin every day. But the thing about it is it's not we're not alone. It's not it's it's hard for a lot of people. Every demographic goes through a different type of hardship within this nation, within this world. So, we have to keep that in mind. We can't sit here and tell the world that we need black men to stop being shot that black lives matter if we literally won't take care of our children if we won't protect the women that are around us if we are still you know supporting ideals of hyper masculinity and and yet we're shaming you know the men the men who choose who who didn't choose who were born in a way which in which they love other men we can't sit here and shame every which way because they aren't what we want them to be. Because the fact of the matter is, the one thing that I'm noticing is that black men have always had an identity crisis. We've always had an identity issue. And we want to be just like as close as we can be subconsciously like white men we want to have the same privileges we want to have the sim a similar lifestyle we want to have the same equal piece of the pie just like they do but the fact of the matter is they have corrupted they have manipulated a lot of their ways to create this position for themselves create this place of privilege that they currently sit at and the people who the men who didn't even want that people who men is white men who don't even agree with things that a lot of wealthy white men I'm, I'm getting riled up a lot of wealthy white men do they don't even agree with but they benefit from those things because of their skin like it, it we gotta break these things so no matter what shade of what shade you are men we gotta do better we gotta get our shit together we gotta be better so tips and this is how i'm gonna end it got three tips three three tips that's three tips and I'm going to go ahead and wrap this thing on up. Number one, open your mind. Let me bring this close. I ain't, you know, I see, I, got, I can't see that well. Open your mind 
to com- with conversation and literature. Men need to read more for sure. I know you know. I know it's, it's reading. But look, we have podcasts now. You know, you listen to my podcast. Check out a few, you know, check out a few other podcasts. I love listening to different perspectives. I love hearing different perspectives. It's keeping my, it keeps my mind fresh and it keeps me seeing other things. Once I became aware that black women, especially were there, it's a societal norm to dismiss the ideals of black women. That is when I knew that, damn, I am opening the fuck up and I will never sit here and take whatever someone gives me as some bullshit you know it's just because i don't see it just because i don't agree with just because i don't understand the logic because the fact of the matter i'm not you i i I don't live in your shoes i can't i can't be you for a day i can't do none of these things so how in the and that is one thing men have to get over we have to have these conversations we have to talk about these things with people who are actually going through these things not creating opinions mansplaining about the lifestyle that they are living as if we've lived it ourselves we can't be that way (laughs) we'd ever can't be that way um support initiatives Support initiatives and be on the right side of history. Um, I'm a firm believer in the quote by Pharrell where he said that, and I might be quoting it a little bit wrong, but he said that m- women and millennials are going to run the world in the, in the near decades, in the very near decades, probably in the next decade and 20 years, women are going to be the people who are everywhere. They're right now, black women are the most educated demographic, so they're going to be more qualified than most of the demographics within the United States because they haven't stopped going to school. They're going to be leaders and and heads of certain different industries that are going to be ridiculous, having ridiculous power. And also within this whole change and whole trendiness of diversity now, who do you think is doing diversity in the best way right now? And that is black women specifically, but women especially. So we have to get the hell over it. Millennials are one of the most open-minded groups to ever walk this earth. And we're going to keep being that open-minded because we don't, we haven't lived with those same prejudices. I wasn't born in the damn sixties. I don't have no reason to actually, you know, despise or fear some white man on the street. I don't give a damn about you. I'm really not spooked by you. I know I, but I, the thing I know my history. I have to start loving myself, and we live in an age of information and all these different things. So we have, we are in the best time to make so many different changes. So we got to do it, and we got to respect the opinions of other people. So support initiatives, support, you know, support uh, women-owned businesses, support different initiatives, support, support, support in any way, shape, or possible. If it's with money, if that's going to a march, if that's giving rise to a damn march, whatever it is, any way, small, in small or big way, this is how you should be involved. Get a part, be a part. Don't just allow yourself to just be on the wayside and then trying to reap the, reap the benefits because the fact of the matter is they going to call your ass out. They're going to put you out. They're going to be like, where were you when we were going through these things? And hold on, weren't you the guy who was allowing your sister to, you know, be beat by this guy and domestic violence and was allowing this and that and the third and you, and you had all this going on with all these different women and it was crazy and it's, you can't be that dude. So we got to do better. We got to be better. We got to get our shit together. 
And lastly, and that is protect and defend. And I, I've been harping on this for a while now because I just feel like if men want to go and say they're these big macho-esque ass people and beings, then we have to put our money where our mouth is. And we really have to be just that. We have to be able to protect. We have to come to the aid. We have to be able to defend and make the people around us feel secure in general. Like if you're not around and someone is speaking up, speaking some type of foul on a, a person that you call a friend, then you need to check them, especially, especially if they are sitting here trying to clown, you know, a woman or a friend that you have that, that's homosexual or whatever. And you're just allowing that to happen. We got to defend it because the fact of the matter is when you stop and sit there and you and you tell that person like hey bro you have to chill the hell out that's my home girl that's my homeboy or she not like that so you don't know them why the hell are you talking about them in that moment and let's change the subject i'm still cool with you i'm still cool with them but we're not going to be doing this because we need those types of things because that's just how that is how you change the paradigm that is how you stop you know misogyny and that's how you stop sexist comments and that's how you stop homophobia and transphobia and all these different things by checking each other and defending the people that you say that you hold dear when they're not around and also protect them when they're in trouble protect them protect them if they if they get into fights for dumb stuff if they if they getting in trouble if it's somebody who literally puts their hands on a woman that you know bro we need to ride out roll up get to it because that is what you say being a man is that's what you say you know being all these things are oh, you got to protect we did this we did that and i feel like you know we need to bring certain parts of though you know certain parts of the ideal back not saying i want men to go out and just whoop ass and fight every person they need to do but actually be that force be that very protective force of your community and, and allow what everyone does best to to do just that if you if men are quote-unquote inherently strong from genetics and whatever whatever why don't we use that strength towards protecting our communities protecting our families protecting the ones that we say that we hold dear we need that we have to be that way and uh what's this uh glam squad jazz shout out to glam squad jazz says we need more of a communal environment more loyalty and integrity you, girl you're saying something you're saying something and when i say protecting the fan i mean that with your children too i'm getting at an age now where you know a lot of people around me have had children or are having children right now and that is one way to continue this paradigm to keep going we have to be able to stand up take care of our responsibilities to the fullest capacity not in halfway like not in no halfway half-ass type of way where you're just giving a little bit of money you're cool with a little child support but actually being there spending time teaching lessons giving 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 yourself fully to your child and i don't give a damn if you don't like your, your baby moms or the mother of your child be there for your children and teach these teach them these things if you say you're such a man show show them what a man is show them what the man that you believe you are is because that's all that you can show because like i said earlier is man isn't one thing it's defined by the actions of those those people but we've now been in this world where men have all acted in this very consensus of a character and we got to be able to change that because that's what matters building legacies building legacies you said it you said it my bad if it broke up real quick i had a phone call but um that that is 
what it is. And I'm going to end it. I'm going to end it on this. Uh, what's up, Chris? Hold on. But before I go, I wanted to read through a few things that uh, I found on bustle.com. And it says five things, five things that don't seem like mansplaining, but are because playing devil's advocate doesn't enlighten anyone. This is uh, this is really just because I'm saying I want us all to have conversations. I don't want these conversations to always end up in debates and, you know, a bunch of agreeing to disagreeing moments. I want people to find some sort of clarity within these moments, if possible. And it may just need to, it may need to, it's going to take some time. It's going to take a lot of conversations, but you got to do it. You got to do it. So five things. Um, one is playing devil's advocate. First one. And a lot of us have been in conversation about feminism and social justice and heard someone request to play devil's advocate or see the other side. It does nothing. It does nothing to the conversation. It really never adds anything. And a lot of men do this, especially when it comes to topics that are very popular and, and spoken of a lot from women. It's like, look, you ain't even seeing it from the right point of view. Like you see, so you just don't, un, you don't know, have enough information. That's why you don't understand. You can't see that's it, it's cool. I agree to disagree real quick. You know, I was just trying to play devil's advocate. We got to stop this. It's it's pointless. It doesn't add anything to the conversation. We, we just end up talking because this is our only way to rebuttal devising hypotheticals. You know, why do you need a hypothetical for a scenario just to make your point? If it doesn't exist, then it's not a plausible thing. Now, it's different if you're giving a scenario that actually can happen and maybe a result of. But this that's not what it is. It's like, oh, well, you got to think about it. Well, what if men were women and women were men? And no, no hypotheticals. It essentially still implies that you know more than this person. You're going to win this conversation. And it's supposed to be a conversation, not a debate. Then you have giving unsolicited advice. Um, unnecessary un unsolicited advice is pretty obnoxious, no matter who gives it. But one common form involves men giving women unsolicited advice on doing masculine things like math or video games. You know, this stems from two assumptions that the woman doesn't know how to do it already. And she's interesting in learning and making it either condescending or just plain tedious. That's some real shit. We don't need to jump to the conclusion that, you know, oh, you know, you, you, you're a girl or whatever. So I know you don't know shit about this thing and that thing. Because, you know, men know shit about this. You know, men know sports, especially like now during March Madness. Honestly, the biggest March Madness motherfucker at my job is a whole ass woman from Kansas who probably is sick right now. No shade. Love you, Laura. But that's the old thing, you know. So fourth being treating opinion as fact. <laughs> and they have a quote from have a little gift from Pocahontas and I don't think this is real though it says you think that because you don't know any better which is very insulting if a motherfucker said that to me I might it's gonna definitely turn into an argument because it's really who are you to say that your opinion is way more valuable than mine it's your opinion that's all it is. That's all I'm going to say on now. And that was just self-explanatory. Explaining women's behavior with pseudoscience. Every week, it seems like there's one new theory about women's behavior, often created by male scientists and often treated 
treating women like sort of sort of some sort of mystery women cheat according to one male scientist because they're just subconsciously looking for baby daddies and this is another one that i've heard of before is women are all a bit bisexual and i'm i'm victim to saying this but i was i'm glad i was saying it jokingly but i've said something like that before glad it wasn't you know in the same degree i was meaning as a joke another to an uh, according to another because evolution designed them to be so those who say they're gay or straight just aren't i guess so we got to stop the mansplaining we got to stop these types of norms they need to become very very we need to change our paradigm we need to get rid of these old bad habits and do what that's do know better get better be better get our shit together we gotta do it we gotta do it so thank you all for listening i believe you know i've said enough i went past the time i wanted to go past but it's all good it's all good i thank you everyone everyone who joined me on live right now everyone who came through everyone who gave me any little comment i see them all i appreciate it i appreciate it i'm gonna keep doing these things um oh thank you fifi girl you're warming my heart um but no really uh, i really appreciate it i really want to keep doing this i really am working really hard to you know make this a, a beautiful thing that is a platform that people feel like they're getting some real true perspectives on and feeling like they can come and listen to my show and it's a safe place for all human beings no matter who you are what your skin color is this is perspective that i want to give you that coming through a soulful in a soulful soulful way through a soulful soulful channel and just the communication lines are always open so join the conversation on my facebook page and that's simply king podcast you can follow me everywhere at kings underscore memoirs on everything from twitter to, to tumblr to instagram follow my new page at the simply king pod on instagram and you can check everything else that I'm doing on lifeisking.com. Um, if you don't know now, you know you can listen to me on everywhere that podcasts are available. From Stitcher to SoundCloud to Twitter to uh, everything. Everything. I'm on everything. Um, I'm also on the podcast and color uh, directory. And I'm also part of a collective called the uh, Second Wind Collective here in Chicago. So check them out. Check out all, all the things they're doing. They have blog posts. They got a lot of different dope stuff. Shout out to my man, Dan. It is what it is. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. I appreciate everyone for listening. I know it might have been a little bit everywhere, but this, this, I feel like this content was needed. I had to say a lot of these things I had to say, but I've talked long enough. And don't forget the mantra of this episode. Men, we got to do better. Be better. We got to get our shit together. Thank y'all. This is Simply King. Talk to y'all later.
to get that together so we can get together.